All right, folks, welcome back to another special episode of the Boombastic Cast. You're joined with myself. The great Alexander is here with us, even though he is, he's pretty fucking hammered out on cookies and milk, to tell you the truth. You know what I mean? I see him over there in the corner of the screen, and he's just passed the fuck out. You know what I mean? Uh, we also have the king, Christopher J. Long, with us, chillin', chillin', chillin'. Uh, star of the upcoming film Special Treatment, or I should say co-star, even though Alexander's passed out right now on that Cookies and Milk, he, uh, both of those gentlemen starring in the film, and uh, I can't get too deep into it with you, but you'll be seeing that pretty, pretty soon. So it's a pleasure having Christopher with us, as well as we have the Billy Coin, BC Coin star, you know what I mean? Homeowner extraordinaire. Brand new to the game. Um, I know Billy Coyne just signed up with the Dead Kids of Derry recently, and uh, I know that that's that's a might, mighty mighty rich podcast over there on the Boombastic Media Network, uh, for sure, for sure. You know what I mean. So I think that some of that money, some of that big sign-on bonus that he got, especially around the holidays, helped him hook up that house, lay down that house. You know what I mean. Now, first off. If you're listening to this and you haven't checked out the the, the the Yuletide Christmas show 2021 on Boombastic Media YouTube, you're crazy. You are a lunatic. Santa did not bring you uh, anything to keep you of the right state of mind, it sounds like, for Christmas if you ain't there yet. But uh, one of the only times I'll ever say stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. The audio you're about to hear has kind of been jacked from that event. So if you were to pop over to that our YouTube page now, uh, you would be able to probably listen and watch all of what you're about to listen to hear. You know what I mean? This is like the Matrix. We're like in a Matrix zone. All right? Matrix came out. People shitting on it. The new one. Revolutions. You know what I mean? Uh, I watched it. Uh, before Betty time. And, you know, I was never a gigantic fan of the film itself, you know, the, the franchise itself, rather, the originals, the th- first trilogy there that people really loved. You know, I didn't hate them, but I was neither, you know, here nor there on it. Um, so going into it, I didn't have a whole bunch of, I really have too much of a expectation of it. I was just hoping that Keanu wasn't going to look too old, that it was too weird. Um, and, uh, you know, so I checked it out. I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good for what it was. You know what I mean? I liked the, how it kind of went into the reality aspect of it. It turned into like Wes Craven's new nightmare really quickly. I felt, um, which that's, that, that's where I, I seen that style. It's been done before, but it automatically made me think of, uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare, uh, hence giving the name Wes Craven's new matrix, Hallelujah, holla back. So go check out the Christmas special airing this moment that you're hearing this on the Boombastic Media YouTube page. Booyakasha. And for anybody out there that don't have eyeballs um, and don't want to hear cool interviews with, you know, Larry Hankin, our boy from Home Alone and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, we got a full episode, uh, full doubleheader episode with him coming to you guys in the new year. Uh, uh, Mark Christopher Lawrence, 
joins us again. Tom Proctor also joins us again. Those are great dudes. Uh, always a blast having them on there. You know, MCL was in Christmas with the Cranks, which if anybody out there hasn't seen that, I understand that it's a more modern Christmas movie. And usually modern Christmas movies aren't that good. They don't really have that heart. They got like fake heart. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's like, uh, uh, you know, I don't even know what you call it. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, I guess it's like, uh, when you're a vampire or something or a zombie and you want an actual heart for Christmas, but you just get like hearts candy, you know what I mean? And the jokes on you a little bit, you know, but you know, Christmas with the cranks, fantastic modern comedy, uh, comedy Christmas film. You know what I mean? For sure. So, you know, pop over there and check that out. That's fun stuff. But for the folks that don't have any eyeballs, and they don't that aren't interested in listening to cool guests talk about the cool films they were a part of, then don't even press stop on this and keep on listening because we got you covered for Christmas. And this is our 20 years of gifts episode. So us and our gang, we're going to, the special treatment gang, are going to roll through uh, some of the biggest, most popular, best-selling, most beloved, most wanted gifts of their, that year that they, that, that, that year, since 1980 to the year 2000. Know what I mean? Uh, it should be a trip, little nice trip down memory lane. Know what I mean? I know what you mean. Thanks. All right. So with any further ado, buddy, you ready to rip into this? Oh, you bet I am. Right like it's some Christmas gifts. All right, buddy boy. Well, with that being said, Merry Christmas to you, Buddy Claus, and Merry Christmas to everybody out there on the interwebs listening. Nothing but love for you, baby. Hope Santa Claus was kind, and I want you right now to enjoy this Christmas special from the Boombastic cast. All right, first up, we're starting with uh, 1980, from the year 1980, the first one on the list, biggest gift of that year. The Rubik's Cube. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, one, one of the great things about the Rubik's Cube is it's one of those, uh, toys which have like really, um, like kind of skyrocketed in pop culture. I mean, it's, it's actually a running gag. You, you watch a movie and you're like, okay, this show that this guy is like, really smart or a genius. So they toss him a Rubik's cube and he, he uh, solves it. And then all of a sudden, Ooh, that, that shows that he's a genius. I mean, it is a thinking man's game and it's not an easy one, but you know, anyone can figure it out. It's one of those, it's, you know, it's been around forever too. I you almost feel like the caveman had a Rubik's cube getting it for Christmas. That's how old those things are. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate, we're going to see this more, more kind of as we go. And I think it'll slowly declines a little bit, but you'll see like a, a lot of these gifts, although some are to this very day are still used, you know, some of the other ones, you know, it, the older ones rather, I should say, have a good, they're good. Like they're more imagination, more you have to think it's a little less than like nowadays it might just be something fun to look at type deal and you don't really learn anything from it. But, uh, there's, there's certain ones that you did. You had to actually have to think and concentrate and do things. 
as well as there was other uh, toys that came in handy later in life, as we'll get into. But so yeah, the Rubik's cube, Nubra Uno. The way I always saw the Rubik's cube was just to peel off the stickers and put them onto the right side. You know, <laughs> you're a genius, man. That you're you're but you're, you're it so worked. It worked. You know what I mean? It's one of those dealios. The Rubik's, yeah, Rubik's cube's an interesting vibe. Uh, I support the Rubik's cube. My nephew a couple years ago was all about the Rubik's cube, uh, which I was surprised to hear. You know what I mean? Chris, we, we you glitched out for a second there. I wasn't just being rude and talking right over you. No, I, uh, I've been a little glitchy, so hopefully it doesn't last. But too much coffee. Too much uh, coffee. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, uh, the Mattel handheld uh, electronic games. You know the old video hand video games. Those things are great. I got one over there. Like, you know, those ones. You know, when they first came out, they had, like, basketball and baseball, the basic soccer, wrestling, and stuff like that. And then as it went on, it went further in. You know, you had other things. I have one close by, so I'll grab it. But these deals. I remember those. Like this. Those were the best. I remember those were, like, hot stuff. So those are like things if you brought to school and you left it behind, you knew it wasn't going to be there when you got back. It was one of those cool hot items. It was uh, fresh to death. You got what do you guys had to have had some of these, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, had, I played a few of those. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, I had Frogger. I think you remember Frogger? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Number I think I had one one of those. That that was a lot of fun. <laughs> they were like the, the, the it wasn't it wasn't super complicated. Like I bet there you can probably reach out to a company now and have one made for like your everyday going to work, like you getting in a car and going to work and doing your deal and coming home. If you really yeah. wanted it, I remember Mattel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think somewhere along the line, shortly afterwards, there was a company, same exact thing. I think the company was called Tiger. Yeah, they and, were here. Yeah, and I remember they made like those, but this was before Game Boy. I didn't realize that those only go back 40 years. I thought they went back further for some reason. Oh, they probably do, but they were just a big, a big deal. Yeah, a big Christmas. Yeah, they were a big deal that year. I remember they raised up a little bit too, and like the, well, it all started with, yeah, I mean, like in the 70s and such, you'd have like those real basic square ones. Like Chris, what do you mean? What's your take on these? Because I'm sure you, you you had them as a kid, as well as you as being someone who collects and sells. You probably come into a lot of these. How far back do you have you seen like the oldest of these versions? Yeah, I mean, um, I'd say you know I've probably seen ones from the 80s. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are older ones. Um, yeah. I, I usually specialize in in 80s, 90s type stuff, so um, that'd probably be more of what I've seen. I've got a real basic like seventies basketball one that looks like it's like a, a fucking like an eighties remote controller for your TV with like a little little screen on it. It's like super the aliens I think brought it over. It's the first one that fell off of the spaceship and that's where they came from. All right, next up, big the Lego train set. Um, this was uh, this was good times. I think Hawk, you got into these right. Um. I have to I have to admit that um I never really got into the Legos that much. I mean I 
it's <coughs> it's funny. Um, when it came to like uh, Legos and like constructing toys, yeah. I never really got into them that much. But I do remember, you know, the Lego train set coming out. And I know uh, I had a friend uh, back then um, uh, that that loved Legos. And, uh, I mean, I was born in 1981. And uh, I forget, uh, it was, like, near the uh, end of the uh, 80s. I had a friend uh, who was big into Legos. And I know that he had a Lego train set which, you know, he considered, like, his prized possession. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty cool. Legos go way back to the 40s, I believe it was. Now, the old is there really any way, does anybody know, to tell which ones were made, other than being color, you know, the color being all messed up on them, but any way of telling? Like, if you had an original Lego set, you know what I mean, of something... You know, is there a way you could even tell what year that was from, or is that just kind of to be... I mean, other in market, than like in a market-wise, I don't you know it can easily be passed off. I'm sure. Just throw it out in the sun for a couple of days, let it cook that color out of it, and go sell it for a big loot. Legos are huge to this day. Talk about a culture that is thriving. You know what I mean? Killing it. Yeah, uh, movies being based movies. off of Lego. I mean, Lego is really an institution as long as around as it has been. It's dot. It's dove into every single franchise practically. So, yeah. Lego is definitely, I think, a very reputable company, and they've had amazing longevity. Very basic. I mean, the, the idea of it's very basic. I mean, again, it goes to that thinking thing again because you are building. You know, you are building yeah. buildings. You're figuring out structure. You're figuring something. You're getting a little more value out of it than just you know putting things together. You know what I mean, or whatever. But, yeah, you can go to, you know, there's, like, every time I go to Wally World and walk down that Lego section, it's always jam-packed. You know, there's multi-hundreds, uh, $100 Legos going, you know what I mean? I got a friend of mine that uh, still buys them and does them. He got, like, the Simpsons house and the Quickie Mart and stuff like that. Um, very, you know, yeah, they'll be around forever. That's one of those things, you know. I, when I was younger, I dug them, but. Well, I, I, the Legos were only kind of big with me for a little chunk of my childhood. Did you guys tag along for a long time with the Lego thing? Or you guys, did, what was the existence of Legos in your lives? <laughs> I never really had a lot of Legos. Like, yeah. I never, yeah, I never really had a lot. Um, you like Lincoln Jill? Log instead? Uh, you fly for the Lincoln Log side of the team? You know what I mean? That side of the street? Yeah. I believe I made memory serves correct. I haven't thought of this in over 35 years. Yeah. It was almost like a foot and a half tall Empire State Building. Right. It was just Legos. And um, it it was the base. I mean, it was every single piece was in there, which is rare. Mm. Because it seems like whenever you get a, a set, there's maybe one piece just might fall out. You don't know where the hell it goes. Right. So it's like, it's complete. It looks great. And it's like, okay, let me get the last little piece. And it's like, where is it? And then you go mental searching for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, Legos were fun. I find Legos that I used to find Legos therapeutic. When I was young. 
to just get lost and build something. I mean, it actually really is a good form of therapy, from what I hear. It's like creative therapy. I think it's psychological. It's the structure. Typically, mm-hmm. structuring something in your hands it helps you structure it in your head a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was uh, Legos are never-ending Lego. So, 1981, Star Wars ATAT. Heck yeah! You know, I wasn't big into the Star Wars thing. I got you know. I'll be honest, I'm, I don't even really dig the movies, to tell you the truth. The, um, I, I give them respect for what they've created and the, the, the fan base they have, but I'm not a big fan of them. Um, but my cousins, they, I don't even think they were big fans, but I think that their, their parents somehow stumbled into, like, the, the whole lot. Like, I don't know how they did it, but they had, they had all the figures, they had all, like, the, the, all the big fucking machine add-ons things, and, uh, the crazy thing about that is I know the first year they didn't open them and, and they were like, they held off opening them and like, they had them for a couple of years and then one year they just randomly opened it like out of the blue. And it was kind of like a weird deal. Cause it's like, well, if you gotta, if you get diminish and take away from the actual receiving it on Christmas and, 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 you know, the temptation of opening it and playing with it, it's like, why would you open it up a couple of years later? You know what I mean? And the parents knew. I remember the parents being upset because they knew in the nineties that they were worth they were gonna be worth money and it was like an investment. And I remember one day I don't remember if I was there, but I do remember a day came and uh, people sat down and just opened just sat there and just opened them up, almost like a little kid would open up Christmas where it's like unwrap, cool. Okay, I'm done with that forever. Unwrap, cool. I'm done with that forever, and that's what they did with the figures. And then after that, of course, they slowly, you know, as as they do, they disappear from the house, and whatever happens, they break. And I don't think they have a single piece. And like, if if it was left in an attic or something unopened, um, I, I can only imagine the money that they'd be worth nowadays with the way you know people love that stuff. Yeah, those those uh, original Star Wars in packaging. You, yeah, you're you're talking a gold mine right there if if they yeah. left those in the packages. I was young and had no idea about a market, and I remember being like, "Yeah, it's probably a bad idea." Like, I don't think I was a part of it because I know, like, when I think back on it, then it was like I knew even then I was like, "Why would you open them up?" It's just a bad idea. Well, was- I think the real diehard collectors that were back then. I think the thinking was for them that actually were collecting. I'm going to buy one that I can open up. Yeah. I'm going to buy one that I'm just going to keep in the package. And who knows? And I don't think a lot of people thought of that process, but it was a very small percentage of the, the, the die yeah. collectors that knew. Cause of course you want to open it up and enjoy it. But you know, who knows 20, 30 years from now, if it's still in the package, it could be worth, you know, a pretty penny. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember getting like a bunch of toys, uh, action figures of all kinds. And I mean, I think of it now if I like kept them in the packaging and all that, that, you know, they'd be worth quite a bit a lot now. But I mean, I was a kid. I mean, it was a toy. I want to play with the toys. So, so I mean, I still probably have like most of them, but they're all, you know, well, well used because, you know, I like to play with my toys. 
I got, I, I really thought it was cool, you know, getting my, myself a BMX bike. Of course, unfortunately, I have a very bad sense of balance, so I didn't last long on that bike. I, I, I spent most of it falling off than staying on. <laughs> you never mastered the bike, Hawk? Never mastered the bike, unfortunately. Same, I mean, unfortunately, I got a very bad sense of balance. I never mastered the roller skates or roller blades. I was very iffy on a skateboard. I figured out the bike. Nothing against you, Hawk, man. Um, yeah. I, I got a BMX for Christmas one year, probably probably a couple of years after we're talking about here. Got it for Christmas, put it in the shed. Got stolen out of the shed a couple of days later, never even had a chance to ride it. Oh, that's Jeez. the worst in the world. Yeah. Uh, similar to Christopher. <clears throat> it's like, I, I stole a bike out of somebody's shed. <laughs> and... <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I remember I got a BMX a few years later, and I used to ride my bike all over Cape Cod, but I actually have really good balance. Um, I also. Uh, Skated, rollerbladed when I was younger. Um, actually, a lot of people don't even know that. I never really even talked about the sport. Should I do? But, um, but yeah, no. Um, skates, rollerblading. Um, the one thing I couldn't do was a skateboard, though. Yeah. But even skiing, and I could even snowboard. I couldn't ski either. I tried skiing once, <clears throat> and it was too much. I kept every fifteen feet, I'd fall back because I was afraid to go too fast. Yeah. Oh, I mean, don't. I mean, I remember when I was in high school, of, or maybe it was middle school. No, I think it was middle school. Uh, my school had a thing where you could, uh, you know, go and and be taught how how to ski. And I went there, and and like I said, you know. I have a terrible sense of balance. I'm, I'm very not very well coordinated, and and um, and of course the the the, uh, the uh, instructors were these like high school kids who they really didn't want to teach anyone. They just wanted you know to you know just hang out. So here I am trying to you know figure out and learn, and they're like, uh, uh, do that, and and I do that, and I keep on going down the hill, and they're like, okay, let's go over here, and and. I'm going in the opposite direction. They just left me there. I was yeah, like, going oh. in the woods, Hawk. Yeah, I ended up. Uh, uh, luckily, I didn't hit any trees, but you know, yeah, I never skied after that because I, I just felt so humiliated and, and just just hated the experience. Humiliated. I, going up the lift was great. I thought that was a lot of fun, but then that's where the buck stopped, and 1983 began. And one of the most popular toys of 1983 was the Care Bears. And I hope there's nobody here too ashamed to say they didn't get down with some Care Bears because Care Bears were like the thing. You know, movie, uh, teddy bears, you name it. Oh, come on. How can you not love, you know, a, a, a teddy bears? I mean, even the... I mean, Actually, carry Terry teddy bears, man. I mean, Care Bears were great. I mean, I didn't really uh, watch the... The, the TV show, but I thought they were kind of cute. I mean, I never had one, but uh, I thought, yeah, I mean, I was always a big, a big fan of all kinds of teddy bears when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I even got this, I, I, 
I think I was five, I got this big, huge, like, grizzly bear teddy bear that I even still have today. He's in my closet. Love that thing. I would take him everywhere I went. Yeah, is I always loved it. Is this a real thing? Huh? Is this a fantasy, or is this, a, is this what you want for Christmas, or is this a real? No. This, yeah. It's a real thing. You want me to go and try and find him? I'll I drag see, him out. I picture this large human teddy bear coming out of the closet on Christmas Eve night. And, uh, uh, yeah, well, scaring you would be the, would be the least of the, least of the problems. Scaring you. You might want to have, you know, teddy bear babies with you or something. <laughs> or a cabbage patch. I'm dragging around basically a human mosaic with, like, fur on it and skin. And it's like, hey, this is my buddy. <laughs> We're going to turn this into a short film. We should. Uh, cabbage Patch Kids. I, I had a few Cabbage Patch Kids as well. You know what I mean? That was a big craze. They were, hey, there it is. You know, there's uh-huh. something... I find something very creepy about the Cabbage Patch Kids. I have one floating around here, too. But there's something about them. The hair. They, like the, the, I don't know what it is. It was... Something about them, but yeah, they were—they're uh, always—they're always smiling at you, even when you're sad. Even when you're sad. Uh, well, I mean, if you remember, <laughs> uh, they had that big um, uh, run on the ca- uh, on the cabbage patch dolls. Uh, I think it was 1983 when it happened, where yes. you know, like Christmas, I and mean, uh, parents were, you know, at. at going in masses to different stores trying to find that one cabbage patch doll but you know they were all sold out parents were getting trampled you know stepped over just to get to those toys considering the ridiculousness of the height of that cabbage patch craze I don't know anyone personally but I remember hearing horror stories about other people, friends of my yeah. parents that apparently, I knew one person, one father I knew got punched in the face um, for a cabbage patch. And I'm like, you, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. For a piece mm. of plastic. But the kids love them. Of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if you're a very good parent, you have to learn to say this one thing to your kid. No, you're not getting it. I don't care how much you want it. No. Would uh would I be ignorant to question the Cabbage Patch doll being one of the first dolls to kind of be all race all races, or would that would, would that be would that be accurate, or would that not so be so accurate? Because I remember an array of different races and everything uh, as a kid of them. I remember that standing out. That you could you know what it I mean? was definitely yeah, there was definitely different races. I think um I, I mean I I don't know. What the difference of when Barbie started with different races as well, but um, I'd say, yeah, Cabbage Patch Kid is definitely one of those yeah. dolls that, that started out. Respect to the Cabbage Patch doll. I The the whole, that the plainness of the box that it came in, I could always appreciate too. It was like that off white color with like that little like brass thing that went up to the little logo on the top. You know what I mean? Respect to the Cabbage Patch Kids. That's the that's the, the the gang I rolled with. We used to kill people over the the, C, the CBK, killing people all day. That was our theme. Now in 1984, Optimus Prime, boom, popped on the scene. Transformer, 
you think of toys from as childhood, you think Transformers, and none better than the King. What you, I see you getting excited over there, Hawk. What do you want to say? Oh, oh, I mean, I... It's it's funny because I I loved the Transformers the cartoon um, and I enjoyed uh, the the robots. It's actually funny. I I, pref- I preferred them like in their robot form instead of turning them into the different things. But uh, yeah, Optimus Prime was like one of the coolest things, you know, at that time. Huge fan. Um, I I'm trying to think. I think. I didn't get Optimus Prime. I got one of the others. I forget which one. But uh, I know I had one one of them when I was a kid. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. How about you guys? You get, you get down with them Transformers? I was never really a Transformers kid, to be honest with you. Really? really I appreciate yeah. the honesty. Yeah. Did you like them later in life at all? Uh, I, I like the money they can bring in. When I, <laughs> I still find them pretty cool. Like not the movie. I don't get into the movies, but like I, the idea of what a transformer is. And I mean, I, I, I still celebrate the, the cartoons and the animated movie. You know what I mean? Uh, another one now, now Bill, did you get down with transformers or? Are you- I have, growing up, I always had zero interest really? in the franchise. Did you like them later in life? No, I never got into the toys. I never got into the movies. They just didn't appeal to me. I mean, they're not bad, but it's just something I never went out of my way to be like, oh, I need this. Have you both worked on Mark Wahlberg films? No comment. I think I know why you don't like Transformers. I think I I I figured out the gap right here. uh, Let's fill that gap. Huh? <laughs> no, I've never worked with him with, with Mark Wahlberg. No. Well, we're going to talk about pound puppies, anyways. <laughs> I loved pound puppies. Uh, the cartoon was great, and even though the little yeah, there it is right there, oh, they, they made a comeback too. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they are. They're back. I wouldn't mind owning a nice pound puppy for the for the background or something. Well, talk to me. I got a few. Oh, really? <laughs> I do. Yeah, this one's for sale. Yeah. You have the, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm with that. What was the main one that was a Dalmatian? I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> but I don't know the names. I'm either. sure they had. We're going to get emails now from the from the pound puppies themselves. <laughs> I'm sure they had names. Yeah. I got to say, I mean, I really loved, you know, the, the pound puppies. Also, another thing that came out in 1984 was the A-Team van. Love, I always yeah. wanted one of those. What? One the what? The A-Team van. The A-Team? From the show? Oh, the A-Team. Yeah. The A-Team. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that show. I thought Gosh. the van was like one of the coolest things ever. My cousin had the van. The, the van's dope. I was never, I only had very few automobiles. Like I said, I had a lot of the figures from things, but I had very few automobiles. And I, the van would have been great. Chris, do you ever pop, do you ever see that van nowadays? Or very yeah. rare? Yeah, they're, they're pretty rare. I mean, I've never seen one, so, um, yeah. Yeah. I'd say they're probably pretty rare. I'd say so. Then, yeah. You're a professional and you don't see them. 
1985. Teddy Ruxpin pops on the scene. Carl's eye of the sewer, some would say. Um, I think I, did you guys all have Teddy Ruxpins or I, I, I was, I was too young, too long. I think I liked kitty things a little too late into the day, a little late into the game. So we'll get to a jump off point where I'm, I'll be still talking about really kid toys while you guys would be like, no, we were like, we were like graduating and all that stuff around that time. You know what I mean? But uh, no Teddy Ruxpin's over there. Teddy Ruxpin was one of those toys I became fascinated with. Yeah. Not only that, but many moons later, um, uh, someone I became friendly with, um, who is actually an animator, his father is the co-creator of Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. So it was really interesting how, um, you know, Teddy Ruxpin has never really left my life because it was there when I was younger. Whenever I think of my buddy Anthony, it's like, oh, yeah, his dad created Teddy Ruxpin. I want to Who actually went that. on, yeah. my buddy Anthony, who also went on to become or was the chief uh, lip sync animator on South Park. For uh, um, during the first few years, for a little while there, we'll interview him as well. We'll make a family affair of it. Double header, they say. Double header. There's a rapper named Teddy Ruxpin as well. That's how famous he would become. He's local, so I wouldn't talk no trash bill. (laughs) You get the the wire. Look up the grubby. Yeah, grubby. grubby. I remember grubby. Yeah, he was. Couldn't they communicate back and forth? Yeah. Wasn't there a wire? Because a wire, didn't, yep. and wasn't there like a book for Teddy Ruxpin or something that like it was like the tape of yeah, like the was, book? Uh, there's yeah, there's a bunch of different books. And I thought there were yeah, yeah, and uh, and then the the um, the original ones had a tape, and then the newer ones had like sort of a a little um, almost like a cassette that went into it. But, yeah, and then they that. all have their own books too. And was I'm convinced Grubby was a maggot. <laughs> I don't know what he was supposed to be. I don't know what he was because he sure as hell didn't he look like a caterpillar grow. to me. I don't yeah. know what the hell he was. A but maggot. Teddy Ruxpin was cool. That'd be funny if it was a maggot. <laughs> Pushing the out. Maybe they were brain damage fans. It's around that time. Brain damage caterpillars. Yeah. 1986, gentlemen. I was so excited when I seen the first one. Laser tag. You guys remember the laser tag where you would have the vest part, that that, that helmet that was like, it was like Space Invader, like you were going to kill aliens helmet. And you had that, it was a black and red striped gun. That, that was, that's memories right there. You guys get down with that? I've never heard of it. Woo! It was it was uh, it was freeze tag like and you'd run around shooting each other yeah. and you know if the if you know if the signal that is shooting out of your gun hits your chest plate it would light up red and then you'd be out. Yeah, I I remember it. I just never had it. Yeah, I yeah. had that gun up until many years because the gun was just super cool. It was it would have been a great. I'd love to have the it to use as a prop nowadays. That's how just like. That was just as cool as having like a Nintendo uh, gun. Those zapper guns are dope. Yeah, I remember uh, playing laser tag. Uh, actually, I think um, I mean laser tag. I, I think really started in the nineteen eighty six, but 
it still kept on going and it got, you know, you know, kept on being improved and, and all that. I mean, I remember still like when my, my brother was born in like 1991 and when he was like maybe four or five, they put out like another type of laser tag and I would play that with him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Every That's generational too. You know what I mean? I've seen them in Wally Mod still, but that, that, that one I remember precisely, it was like a gray helmet with like a stripe down it. And I remember the vest and I remember the gun. It was just, it was great. I have a picture on my phone of it. Cause I looked it up just to have to make me feel cozy and comfy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, also in 86, did I say 85 before? Were you correcting me? No, no, no. I, I, I was, I was going to just go on with 86. I, I think, I think we might be on the same. I was going to bring up uh, about uh, My Pet Monster. Oh, classic, classic. Are you going to talk about that? Of course. Yeah. I, there, there was another, there's another like famous teddy bear from that era we'll get into after the Pet Monster. But Pet Monster is great. Makes a cameo in Ernest Saves Christmas. What the, the yeah. best publicity in the world. Um, and hey, they're so you, cool. Yeah. Do you remember like the mini movie they did? I have it. Oh, you do? I have two copies of it, homie. Yeah. Oh. Just just in case one fucking dies out, you got to have two. <laughs> the, um, yeah, that was great. There was a cartoon, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. My best find ever yeah. was a My Monster. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was driving home, and I passed a yard sale, like, leftovers on the side of the road, and I was just going to pass by. But there was a bunch of plush there, and all I saw was just the nose of the My Pet Monster in and out of this plush. And I'm like, I think that's a My Pet Monster. Turn it around. Sure enough, My Pet Monster sold it for, I think it was about $120, something like that. Really? It was in good condition? It was in in decent condition, yeah. It was in decent condition. Nice. Yeah, I wish. I remember I worked at a little radio station once, and in the corner of the room in the chair, they had a My Pet Monster. And uh, I wanted to bring that home so many times, you know what I mean? But I haven't seen one since being a child, since like, and I never had one, which was bogus. It was like, I grew up in a religious household, so like anything that was slightly scary or put off the presence of evil was not allowed in those doors. So that was not a gift I was allowed to have. But they let Hawk through their doors, I don't know why. Well, it's because I give off a cuddly vibe. I'm more cuddly so. than my pet monster. What can I say? Teddy Huxpin over here. That's how we get down. Also, huh? Like, Is that like good man? Well, I did it for you, bud. The other doll I was talking about was the My Buddy doll came out. was big this year, too. Oh, yeah. And that was like got to be the straight influence for Chucky for Child's Play. Right. I mean, it plays the part. I know Bill Coyne's a gigantic Chucky fan over there. No, you but My the Buddy? Movie- the, I had my buddy, and yeah. the one thing I'll never forget about that goddamn doll was during the. It was always during the commercials for the real Ghostbusters. They would always have the my buddy commercial followed by its sister or the other counterpart, kid sister. Kid sister. Yep. So it was always my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, and me. Always immediately followed by kid sister, kid sister, kid sister, kid sister. Kid sister. It's sister and me, same exact marketing ploy. Yeah. And then now back to the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, I remember that too. How many people, parents bought 
my sister so they would beat up on the doll, not their, not the actual sister. <laughs> there it is. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't have, I don't have a sister, so I, I can't comment. You can, yeah, I guess, that's true. You can, you can, yeah, I don't know how you can work that out. 1987. The Koosh Ball. Heck yeah. I had a right. bunch of those. I loved the Koosh Ball. Explain to the children what a Koosh Ball is, Hug. Yes. Uh, well, I'm a child. I don't know what you're talking about. Please explain. Well, not you children. Children out there watching. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to, uh, to describe it. Um, I mean, it was all made out of either plastic well, or rubber. It's made out of and, Koosh. And, <laughs> yeah, and and uh, and I mean, it kind of looked like a, almost like a, a multicolored like sea urchin, but it's nice and and um, you know, cushy and you know, you squeeze. Talking, huh? Was that the ones you would squeeze and it would like come through like a little netting? No, was it no, like no, as a gel no. or what? Um, Are those the things you throw against the I thought wall? it was, and then it would just like no, go down no, the wall. No. Um, if it's what I'm thinking, it is. Chris says it's Chris knows. I think. Uh, no, I think I think uh, I think Hawk was right. What he was, okay. what he was explaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Um, uh, I wish I could show you the the picture I'm looking at, but it's you know it's like it's a ball, and it's like uh, it, it, like I said, I think it's like rubber. It's you know how you're looking at a porcupine and the quills are sticking out, right? And, and it's just like it, yeah. It's, oh it's, yes, yes, yes. Oh, those are cool as hell. I, I have like that. five of those. I didn't even those know those were shit. Calls. Yeah, those were good times. I'm yeah. digging that. I loved them. I mean, they were a lot of fun, and, and you know, you toss them off, and and they felt nice and 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 kind of like cuddly almost. You know, nice yeah. fluffy kind of ball to play with. For sure. Okay. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, that was great stuff. Yeah, they get them in the multicolors and stuff. I always love seeing those. They're just cool to kind of fling around and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was fun. You'd grab like one of the uh, the uh, the strands, and then you just kind of like whip it around until it broke that, off. Yeah. Until hmm? it broke off. Yeah. You know, yeah. You well, it I cried. Mean, you heard it. You make the cush ball cry. You can't hear it, but it cries. It rip your rip your hair out. You'd be crying too, man. <laughs> I think I broke uh, a lamp with one of those. You broke a lamp? Yeah. And that was the end of the uh, Koosh balls in the, in the coin household after that. Yeah, I think it went from five to none. <laughs> That's awful. What'd they do with them? How'd they get rid of throw them out? I don't I just, the next day, I, no, the next day, like the next week, I saw I, I think I just lost them over the there's years. A, but yeah, no, there's a one rip- string, swing, 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 broke. Went against the lamp, the lamp uh, in the house I was growing up in. There's a ritual you have to perform when uh, putting a koosh ball to rest, I hear. Otherwise, it'll haunt your establishment. Next up, Popples. You guys remember Popples? I love the Popples. I, I still have a Popple uh, over yonder. I'll go grab it while somebody tells a story of the Popple real quick. You got is Chris the only other one who had a popple? Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't have any, any, any popples. Right. So the pop, do you, do you remember what the popples were? Isn't a popple what you get? Isn't that what 
proctologists look for when they <laughs> stick inside you? Is it, uh, isn't, that what, isn't that what they call it, what a propyl is or a popple? That's, that's, that's a polyp, dude. Polyp, that's a yeah. Same thing. That's a Jackson polyp, friend. <laughs> I hope hope it's not the same thing, dude. (laughs) I hope that you don't have kids going into stores like, excuse me, excuse me, can I pop your popple, uh, your polyps? (laughs) Where are the polyps at? So a popple is, it was like there were teddy bears. They were the coolest of teddy bears. And you would flip them inside out and turn them into like a basketball or a football or something like that. Okay, now I know. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I didn't have one of those, but I now remember those. This oh, is a popple. Okay, I forgot. The, I didn't know that that was the name, but yeah. I oh, remember. yeah, this is a popple. I've had this for many years. And what you do is you pop it. It's a football. You can go play football with you know Joe Montana with this thing. Or you can pop it open, hence popple. And now you've got a little guy chilling. I like it. You know I like what I mean? It. So these things are really cool. I love these things. Uh, I had the football one. My cousin had the basketball one. I wish I'd love to stumble into some of these. You ever see these kicking around, Chris? Yeah, actually, I'm not sure if I. I'm not sure if it's still for sale. This is one that I I had recently. Um, I don't you know, know if I sold this at. I might have just sold this at a con. Yeah, I don't remember if I sold it or not. But uh, yeah, that was that's one that I had. I I I I run across them a few times. What's that one from Pop Into? Um, just a ball. Just a regular just ball? A, yeah, just a regular ball. I'd love to find the basketball one for reasonable yeah. money. For reasonable money. And then I can put them next to each other in my, co- my, my coffin working on each side of my head. It'll be very <laughs> nice. You know what I mean? I like it. All right, 1988, the Ghostbusters Proton Pack. Oi, brother, was that the gift to have, dude. I remember. That brings back memories. I was just recently interviewed for a documentary about toys, and I told a very traumatic story. Toy Hoarders, I think, is the name of the documentary, so I guess go go find it if you can. But um, uh, the, 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 the Proton Pack, man, I had one. It was my prized possession, and I was on a swing set, and it was like a t- like one of those. You look at each other and it swings, and I remember it fell and it broke, and I was so devastated. It was horrifying. Hawk man, I seen you get excited too over the proton pack. Man, again, I have to admit, uh, the sad part is a lot of the things that we've talked about. I've always wanted, but never got, and the proton pack was one of those. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I mean, when the Ghostbusters came out, and and. Uh, Watching the cartoon, I loved. I loved the Ghostbusters so much. It's actually funny because when the the actual movie first came out, I forget how old I was. Well, I was like you know young, like five or something like that. And the ghost dog scared the shit out of me. I was terrified. I had nightmares. But when the Ghostbusters cartoon series came out, I watched that and I fell in love with the cartoon series. And, you mean the terror dog? Well, yeah, from the original uh, Ghostbusters. The movie. You know, the, the, oh, the, okay. The demon yes. dog thing. The demon Zool, dog. Zool's like yeah, dog the, from hell type thing. Yeah, the terror dogs. Terror yeah. dog, yeah. 
Ghostbusters. Oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, there is no key dogs now, Bill. That's politically correct. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I the proton pack was one of those things I was like, oh, I so wanted. But again, it's it's like a, a lot of things. I mean, as a kid, that there's a lot of stuff that you want, and you know. Your parents try to give you what they can, but they can't give you everything that you want. And unfortunately, that was one of those things that uh, just didn't happen for me. Oh, maybe. Well, you're not dead yet. Maybe you can do that. I know that the Ghostbusters just did the the action figures in the car. It'd be really cool if they did the Proton Pack. I would buy the Proton Pack, and I would probably buy the Firehouse if they re-released them. Oh, heck yeah. That'd be awesome. They actually just did a they just did a uh, crowd crowdfunding for a for a new proton pack. Oh really? And yeah, I I don't know all the details on it, but I know that it um it was like you know if it reached a certain level they would get this, reach a certain level would get that. But they actually had the to to connect the, the wire to connect the proton pack to the gun was actually a different level, so it was possible that. Like you could reach the level of not even having the the little wire, but they did reach it. But it was kind of it was kind of dumb that that was like its own little level. Yeah, yeah. If I ever see came across one of those in the wild, the older ones, I'd be all over that. And every it's weird because I'll go to the flea markets and weird toy shows and stuff. And every now and then you see people pull out boxes of like mint condition, like they just found it in the back of a attic somewhere, which I assume is what it is, or in the back of a showroom from some store. And it's like, wow, to be able to have one in mint condition would be crazy. I think we will get a firehouse eventually because um, I feel like those figures sold really well. They sold out quick, and they did a couple editions of them. So that's always a good sign. My parents got me the Proton Pack for Christmas. Yeah. And I don't know, strangely, when, I mean, my parents were – Amazing. I mean, they always went out of their way and would make Christmas morning extremely lavish. And um, but now that I really think back on it, I I had so many toys. I just never really played with any of my toys. Yeah. And but I remember I did get that proton pack gun, and it was brand new. And I ended up giving it away. And this was many many years ago. It's awful. That's the worst Christmas story I've ever heard. It's something else extremely happy. (laughs) Now I know. I'm messing on. You're a good man blessing somebody with the gift on Christmas. Or after Christmas. When I was young, at Christmas, I might only open up like maybe one, two gifts. And all my other toys, I always gave away. I never really held on. I, I don't have really toys from my childhood anymore. I bought a lot of stuff later in life, stuff that I remember for nostalgia purposes but i don't have like i I don't think i own any toy from my childhood they get well if it makes you feel any but a lot of they got lost in the shuffle that's just kind of how it goes and we keep it with ghostbusters you know the ghostbuster fright features were big that year too and i think that was just the figures that would like, I remember the Egon one, I think you pulled down, pulled something down, and he went, oh, are you scared? I think that that was, like, the addition of it, I think. Actually, it's funny. I have, um, I have like, a him, Ray, and I think also Venkman, uh, those. I remember the Egon one 
because, like I said, I mean, when I got the toys, I played with them. Yeah. And and uh, he had kind of like a, almost like a suit thing that was like around his head. Yeah, it was white and red. It was like white with a red strap, I think. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, mine broke, so you know I have the head, but I don't have like the st- the like the white encasing or whatever on his head. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Ninja, Ninja Turtles. It's funny because they do a first launch where they're kind of real plain, then they go into like the weird things. I remember the Ninja Turtle had like a weird offshoot one where like you press down on the head, and then. I forget something happened. Maybe like an arm moved or something. But like I remember, you could press the head, or maybe that was just the, the that was the gimmick was that you could press the head in. Yeah, yeah we are, I like the old offshoots are fun. You don't see too many of them floating around. But nineteen eighty nine, this was the year of Batman. Tim Burton's Batman, of course, in the Batmobile car. Huge, and I remember that this was sought after. I remember this was a huge item, and I got one of the cars because I loved it that much. And it was so cool that I had it for the longest time, and I don't even know what happened to it. We moved around a few few too many times, and it just didn't make the trip. Um, but you guys have the Batmobile car from the 89 Batman? I, it, I gave it away. Ah, give it, Stop giving me everything you're going to give away, Bill. We'll no, this was years, no, I gave this was years ago. Yeah, I mean, I gave. I, I always gave. I'll, I'll let you continue, but I already said it. Yeah. Scary. No, you're a good man, Billy Boy. I'm just giving you hot times. It's Christmas. Everybody's entitled to one good hot time. Uh, Chris, you have the Batmobile. Nah, I, n- I never had it, but I uh, I did sell one not too long ago. Really? How much? Uh, I don't. I don't. Remember. You know, we don't talk prices. I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> no, I just don't remember. All right, fair enough. <laughs> there, was it a good condition? Uh, it was It was decent condition, yeah. yeah I'd love to find. You know, these re-releases, like Walmart did those Ghostbusters. They also did the Ninja Turtles, which, like, the retro look that looked really cool. I'd like to see them do, like, a Batman, 89 Batman re-release of, like, the, f- the figures. Dick Tracy would be cool, but it's a little too small of a franchise, I think, to get a repress. But I, I would definitely support that. Yeah, actually, it's funny that um, also on uh, in this uh, it had the uh, talking elf. Yes, and it's it's funny because Matt and I were at a store not too long ago, and it wasn't the talking elf. It was just one of the elf, you know, stuffies, you know, yeah. a decent size, you know, and. It's it's the first time where, you know, I saw something I haven't thought about in so long. And I saw that I was like, man, I so want that right now. I, I, that's I, one I, thing I do have for my childhood. I have an original, I think it was 1987 or 80, whatever the show came out. Um, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, one of the else. Huh? Did you say Alf? A L Alf, 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 Alf. Yeah, yeah, Alf from the TV series. There was a guy named yeah. Larry Hankin that was on an episode. Of Alf. Yeah. David Leisure was on an episode. Yeah, a lot of good actors. Yeah, I know, but oh, yeah, I, I have it. That's like one of the only toys I yeah. still have. Was an original. Cool. I never had a talking Alf, but I've had off sh- like offshoots of just regular teddy bear Alfs, maybe three through f- three to five my entire career of owning Alf dolls. 
but I'd love to get like a like a like a like a fucking waist high one would be really cool. You know how they did that Chucky doll recently? Was it Trick or Treat Studios or whatever? Yeah, it'd be cool if they released an Elf doll and he came with the Hawaiian shirt and like you could have him go without Hawaiian shirt or with Hawaiian shirt. That'd be cool. You guys watch the cartoon? Hey, Willie. Uh, yeah, Willie. They can't for legal reasons. They can't do anything with the Willie character at this time. I heard. Well, it's just TM- it is not- TMZ owns the rights to his story right now. Yeah. If anybody remembers, he spent Christmas in a crack house once, and they took pictures. They were very TMZ was very foul as usual, and they came and let a dude enjoy some crack cocaine on Christmas morning. You know what I mean? With prostitutes. You know what world? What, what type of world are we living in here? You know what, what, I mean? what year was that most popular? That year? That year was 1989. Uh, 1989. No, I, I meant the crack cocaine. Oh. oh that's that's still that's still pretty popular that was, right here. That's timeless. <laughs> that's still a fan favorite out here. Um, that's one of those generational things, if you know what I mean. Uh, it's a hand-me-downs. Unfortunately, sometimes it's the family heirloom that gets handed down. Uh, it'll, it never, never, you know... Unfortunately, that's not Polly Pocket, but, you know, what can you do? Disney Snow Cone Castle also came out that year. Crack and Snow Cone Castle type stuff. 1990, gentlemen. Ooh. Oh, we're hitting a new, we're a new decade here. Uh, that, that was the year of the Ninja Turtles. It really was, that's for sure. Man, uh, dude, I, I collected, like... As many of those uh, action figures as I could. I have to admit, I didn't go into the specialty ones, you know, where you had, like, uh, you had Hawaiian Ninja Turtles. And oh, yeah. You, had, you know, uh, yeah. Samurai Ninja Turtles. Now, I got the uh, the usual four, Splinter. I got a bunch of their friends. I got, like, Leatherhead, Krang. Um, you I still got all of them? I have all of them, but they're like out of the box with none of the weapons. <laughs> so you know, unfortunately, if 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 I, I was to sell them, it wouldn't be that much. But. You also got some police academy figures, right? Yeah, I, I have some police. I all mine got lost. Yeah, I got like three of them. I think I. The thing is, I I have so much in my closet. I have to go and see what I have and don't have. But yeah, I got uh, got a few of those. Yeah, you know they got the ice machines are getting pushed around in the early nineties. I'm going to say, but I remember the Snoopy ice machine was huge, and I got that in like numerous years. You know what I mean? You guys get down with the snow cones, the the Snoopy snow cone machine. Definitely, no, definitely, definitely had one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever used it, but I, I had used one. it. Oh, I used it, and I enjoyed it. I took full advantage of the snow cone machine. Alex, you ever do the snow cone? No, I never did the snow cone uh, machine. Never really got into that. Actually, it's funny. The first time I actually ever had a slushie, and it was kind of embarrassing because it was later in life, Mm -hmm. but I was in, um, I think it was in high school, and I went to uh, a Boy Scout summer camp, and they had yeah. the slushy machine. That was the first time I ever had it. I, and it, I remember having, like, wow, this is great. And the kid's like, yeah, dude, I mean, what, this is the first time you've had one? I mean, 
we've had these this like our entire young life. I'm like, sorry, dude, but this <laughs> is new to me. Oh, man, don't let them get you down. 1991, though, a big battle. Okay, the, the Sega Game Gear and the Nintendo Game Boy both came out that year, and that was the yes. big the big fight. Um, I eventually had both. I remember both were sought after. I wish I still had both. I remember when both of them broke, like uh, like seeing somebody shot in front of you type deal. Uh, I have a Game Gear around. I saw it a few months ago. Yeah. Um, game my Game Boy I loved uh, games I remember the most were like Kirby's Dreamland, um, TMNT. I, yeah. Actually, TMNT on, on Game Boy was like one of the few games I could ever beat. And uh, no, I got a lot of use. I mean, I remember. I think it took like. Four AA batteries, if memory serves correct. Yeah, and a lot. If you were if you were really playing, you were going through that thing like a week. <laughs> yeah, it was good times. I I probably you know they were both equally as great. You know what I mean? You always give a little more love to Nintendo. I think at least I always did. And my household was more of a Nintendo family. But yeah, uh, so, yeah I was. Yeah. Had my, I had my, I had a Game Boy. Still got, still have my Game Boy somewhere around here. Yeah, I got a couple games. I have Batman the '89 Batman game to bring that back up. Oh my god, I remember that game. The when music was great. When did the home console come out for Nintendo? I'm surprised that wasn't on the list. Nintendo, was that '85? That was a little earlier. I did. I, I stayed away from video games a little bit to oh, go into the toys. I figured I'd bring this up because it was they both squared off against each other that year. We can give our video game uh, love there. Super Soaker was big this year too, which I think was that the famous green and green and clear one was it, or green, green and yellow? I forget the color scheme, but there was one Super Soaker that was just notoriously Super Soaker. At least when I think of it, that's the gun I think of. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I I used to you know uh, I, I grab always the uh, Super Soaker of the. Uh, of the year whenever it came out because I always thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And to go with what Billy was going for in 1992, uh, Nintendo, that was, that, that year was what Nintendo, I guess. I feel like it was out before that. I felt like it was out in the mid, mid to late eighties. I felt, but maybe it just really caught on, you know, and became a big deal and was a big thing by 92 that everybody, it was just the biggest seller, you know what I mean? Because at that point, you're buying it for kids and adults. Yeah. Which yeah. I, was, I remember that being a big time for me getting my Nintendo. Yeah. Another uh, another great thing that came out that year was slap bracelets. You guys remember those? Hell yeah. I remember you can slit your wrist oh. by accident, supposedly, and die. <laughs> That's what I yeah, remember about slap I had a bunch of those. I thought they were so fun. You just... Slap on the wrist, like yeah, man. So they still, cool. they still make them. My my niece has them. Uh, I also, yeah, I also want to bring up WWF action figures were big this year. This wasn't oh. the LGN era, but this was kind of like um, that was Hasbro. Yeah, yeah, the Hasbro, like the first line of Hasbro. I think yeah, it was. Oh guys, if I have any around either. How, how big were those? Were those like just like a four inch or a six inch? These, I think they're six. 
like these. I think it was the era of these. Yeah, I, I remember seeing those. And the bushwhackers around it somewhere. The uh, Love those. Brett the Hitman Heart is one I always wanted, but could never get my hands on it. I see it at conven- conventions and stuff like that every now and then. I just seen Chris at a at a toy expo recently, and I believe I seen a Brett the Hitman Heart there, but they wanted like 35 bucks for it, which very well could be the going price, but I didn't want to pay you 35 bucks. That's the difference. Better things to spend that yeah. money on. Yeah, it's true. Like a talk boy from 1993. Made famous in Home Alone. Um, Home Alone 2, actually. Home was Alone it Home Alone 2? 2? Yeah, because Home Alone 2 was when he uh, he records his Uncle Frank in the shower and he uses it against Tim Curry. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. And that's when Tim yeah. Curry was scared by a clown inadvertently, not even knowing <laughs> Take that, Pennywise. Yeah. He, he always knows. You know what I mean? But yeah, Talk Boy was big that year. Action Man. Play Doh was big. Play Doh was a big one on the rise that year. Been around nice. forever, but. Oh, yeah. Big Love 1994. Power Rangers action figures, as well as Biker Mice from Mars action figures. <laughs> Which I haven't thought of biker um, mice from Mars since the last time I was on Mars. That's how long it's been. <laughs> Man, I re- I remember. I mean, of course, Power Rangers is of course the big one everyone you know knows. But yeah, I mean, I remember the biker uh, mice from Mars, and uh, all I remember was just watching the cartoons uh, series, and I'm like. Man, this is like the, the the I don't know whether it's the coolest or the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, I yeah. was just in uh, I, I was just in Ocean State Job Lot, and they had Biker Mice from Mars original like books, like, really uh, story books, still in there, like forty nine cents. Ocean oh, really? State Job Lot. Go check. Yeah, uh, Rockland, uh, Brockton, Brockton. I might have to check into this. Cause I get that. I like those those old those like highlight books or whatever they were, the little golden books, whatever they were. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it was, sort of. And they would do that. I use I whenever I I have some He Man ones. Uh, I have I think a Turtle one, some Muppet Baby ones. Whenever I stumble into them, I kind of like to grab them. Um, nineteen ninety five. Who remembers Pogs? I remember the craze of oh, Pogs. Yes, those are a big deal, dude. Billy, you remember them? No. It was like the little cardboard circle. They were like a little, like half a dollar size, and there'd be a graphic on one side. And then there was a thing called the Slammer, which um, I knew of them. But I somewhere around here. I'm probably the worst cast in here. I don't remember anything. I'll bill you the best. I have Pogs buried away for props because we're using we're using them in a, a movie. But I had a slammer around here that I've had for like since being a child. I, I mean, wasn't it like um, what was the other game? Uh, Jacks, where you like to throw the ball down, you grab all the um, it was things before. And then, yeah, and then you kind of. It was something about flipping them, like you would take. Oh so, yeah, what slammer. it was is like. Uh, yeah, basically, it's um, it was basically you threw the slammer, and if they flipped over. Then those were the ones you kept, and then the next oh, person okay. their slammer. So it was kind of like it was almost like a trading thing. So like you would put down ten, somebody else would put down ten, and then you would throw the slammer. Whichever one's flipped, you got okay. to keep and go back and forth. 
Yeah, because I, I had a friend many, many moons ago um, who um, was obsessed with pogs and magic cards. Mm. He wouldn't shut up about them. And I'm just like, I, I just didn't get it. <laughs> he was obsessed with pogs and, and the, the card game, magic. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't get into magic, but I was all about pogs, man. I had so many of them. I had the, the tubes that you put them in. Those things were like the coolest in the world. You'd get ones that were really plain. You'd get really elaborate ones. They were just really cool, the, the different slammers. Yeah, it brings me back. I mean, people spent the, they're, they're nothing. They're, you would cost to make them, and you know what I mean? I remember people would pay big money for them, and... I wonder if there is there a market for pogs now, or is it just kind of there's so many of them that they're just dead. Not much. I mean, there are uh, there's there's some pogs that you know they made they made pogs of everything. So right. any pop culture thing out there, they made a pog of it. Yeah. So there are some that you know might be kind of pop pop culturey that might be worth a little bit, but they're Artistic, not. Yeah. There's no big money in them now. Yeah. yeah. Um. Beanie Babies. Like the Beanie big. Babies, same thing. Oh, yeah. Beanie Babies were huge, I remember. That was 95, too. That was a 95 thing, too, yeah. Yeah, they were huge, and people buying them up big money everywhere. McDonald's gave them out as toys at one point. They were that that much of pop culture. And is that is the market what they wanted that to end up being, or did that just kind of dwindle? Because they wanted, they, they, that was like Bitcoin. Beanie Baby was like Bitcoin of the 90s. You'll, you'll so before see, Bitcoin, yeah. there was Beanie Babies. Yeah. You'll, you'll see on these uh, on these you know lists sometimes of like top toys that might be in your attic or something like that, yeah. and people will list Beanie Babies, and you know they'll they'll list like that they're worth ridiculous amounts of prices. They're not worth those prices at all. Like no. there's, there's really I I can't give Beanie Babies away. I put Beanie Babies in in mystery boxes. To, to get <laughs> yeah, they were worth nothing. Beanie Babies should have just been. If you gather them all up and make pillows for the homeless, that's what they should have done with Beanie Babies. When I was in high school, I had a dorm parent who probably had over five hundred that she featured in her like little room. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, this is nuts! It's like, oh, there's like a bed like the size of a matchbox, and on every single surface was. Beanie Baby, Beanie Baby, and she'd just be like, "Oh, I spent a lot of money on these." No, no doubt about it. But I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I think there's a market for anything and everything if you know how to cater to the audience. And there was that inherent cuteness about the Beanie Babies that I think people were like, "Oh, I want one." But some people were shelling out big money for certain ones. I remember the, like the McDonald's. Or the tie-ins that I yeah. remember hearing people call up and like, "Do you have this particular toy?" And if they didn't click call, I mean, I knew, I knew people that were just calling all over the place trying to find Beanie Babies. Speaking of Beanie uh, Babies and McDonald's and Christmas, I, do you guys remember when they did those weird reindeer with the Beanie Baby legs? And they were like cloth little teddy bear reindeer. And you would get vaguely. them in your Happy Meal. Yeah, somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. No, but, but vaguely, they, that sounds really funny. There's a famous picture of uh, that you can find online of a couple. They're getting divorced, and during yeah. the divorce moment, they're in the courtroom splitting up their beanie babies. They each get to put one beanie baby as their as their divorce settlement. <laughs> That's yeah. when you're, you're too much alike. That's why you don't like each other. And the, the the thing the thing you're too much alike nobody likes. So it's a dark world for you. 
crazy people. Yeah. Um, nineteen ninety-seven, the Christmas of Nintendo sixty-four. That was it. We'll pop that in there because that was a big time, and uh, I was all about Nintendo sixty-four and that crossover. Uh, Super Nintendo kind of crowd. They we didn't we, we glazed over that. I guess it wasn't a big. It wasn't a big. Oh yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety-two. It was the system. Maybe I said Super Nintendo instead of Super Nintendo before Bill Coin. Hey, I, um, yeah. uh, are we doing nineteen ninety-seven or nineteen ninety-six? We're doing we nineteen ninety-six. You're right. I got yeah. so excited. Uh, Tickle me Elmo doll. Yeah, we huge. We, we got to talk about Tickle Me Elmo. The oh first my. time, the first time parents killed another parent over a toy was the Tickle Me Elmo incident. That was yeah. huge. I remember that being a big hey, deal. I mean, if if you thought the whole Cabbage Patch doll craze was nuts, oh my god, the Tickle Me Elmo was like was even worse. I remember, you know, people just you know, you know, do. Issuing death threats to each other if they, you know, bought one or got one, and, and the and another family couldn't. They're like, "No, I should have it." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And it's the most annoying toy ever. You're just I mean, a hater. You're just a, you're just a damn I mean, hater. I'm, I'm sorry, but I mean, Elmo is the most annoying voice. I agree with you. I mean, I have such a disdain for the voice of that particular character. I never liked him on the show. And but the thing is, those toys, I mean, it was a cash cow. I mean, when they first came out, there's no denying that they did make a lot of fucking money. But when it came to, I mean, I have two Tickle Me Elmos. No, I have two of the more contemporary ones but the thing is I actually stripped all the fur off but it kind of has like this weird animatronic movement and I'm actually building latex skins of the same dimensions so I basically can make like these loose puppets that actually will have you know animatronic puppets for like a dime Yeah, you take some of these older toys that had some animatronics purposes and you can recycle them. And it's all about how you're smart with it because the mouth was just, you know, there's no lip articulation, you know. But Tickle Me Elmo, I, I think the first one didn't, I don't think his mouth actually opened. I think he would just kind of vibrate it. Yeah. But, right. um, yeah, but man, the advanced. a lot of money in, when that first came out. It was a very revolutionary moment when they. Uh, <laughs> The shaken, yeah, that was huge. I remember that, and that was like the first time I really remember people like being on the news, like society going crazy over stuff. Yeah. Also, it was a big year for the uh, the great uh, Buzz Lightyear. I think Toy Story either came out that year or the year before, or something like that. I think it was ninety six. Yeah, so I'd say I'd probably yeah I'd say. It was probably that year if it had the heat to be the biggest toy that year because I don't see any other list. I'm surprised there was no Woody doll 
Buzz Lightyear is a little more flashier, though, in all regards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, the there was another Woody doll that was very uh, popular during that time, but didn't... Keep it uh, PG, I'll keep it PG. <laughs> all right, thanks. <laughs> Real pop your dirty mind. Toy Story actually came out in 95. 95, okay. Yeah. I'm with it. Because uh, Pixar had only been around... Yeah, Pixar's roots actually started. Yeah, because they did a little few short films, but yeah, no, your Toy Story I think was like the big thing that Pixar did. Yeah, one of the first big things. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think uh, I think this year also had the Space Jam. You know, action figures were really big. I I I don't know about you guys, but I mean, Space Jam was okay. I didn't think it was as as great as a lot of people. Said it was. Yeah, I agree. The only Space Jam stuff I got involved with is those baseball cards, if anybody remembers. I think there was Space Jam, or roughly around, like, to promote Space Jam, they did cards with um, with the characters in other, like, I got a lot of baseball cards with, like, Daffy Duck with a catcher's mitt with players, you know what I mean? And I, I, I think that's roughly around the same time, but I could be wrong, but that's the closest I ever got to Space Jam, the old movie or the new movie. Um... I just, I don't know. That wasn't a big big thing for, for your boy, yeah. The old one is definitely better than the new one. For, I believe that, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys remember those cards I was talking about? With It was just, it was like baseball cards with, you know, cartoon characters in it with the, with the players. The same thing as Space Jam, but like cards. I don't remember basketball, though, but I had baseball ones. Well, I remember the card market. Like I remember, I still have like Jurassic Park trading cards when those first came out. Yeah. Um, but even like even like the toys from Jurassic Park, uh, I know were like big collectors' items from what I hear. Especially if you can get them in package. But you know, if you can find a pristine T Rex, I mean, I hear those go for two hundred. You know, and I believe some people are just willing it, you know, to pay that. But uh, yeah, no, trading cards were I feel like I feel like every franchise, every known franchise eventually went over to trading cards. And but when I think of trading cards, I think of the company Tops because they were really just like the premier trading card. They might have been the card and Tops was where the Tops trading cards, the, the infamous, probably the most famous ones, <clears throat> were the Mars Attacks cards from way back when. Because Mars Attack started as a trading card series decades before the movie even came out. Yeah. Yeah, I, Tops, I believe, was the, the the actual, I think, card company that did that. Yeah. Now, 1997, I brought up Nintendo 64. Uh, big deal. You know, that was a big jump into that 64-bit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, the new joystick was on the remote at this point. Probably the first direction that video games went in of any outside of just the the buttons. I think PlayStation came in a little little a year or two, maybe a little later than that. Um, actually, no, I'm wrong. '95 was PlayStation, so yeah, they took a little from PlayStation with that, as you would. But uh, but more importantly, the Tamagotchis. You remember those? I oh, believe yeah. I believe they were like the the 
the animal, it was an animal and you had to feed it certain times of the day. And then if you didn't feed it, it would die. Is that what that was? No, no, that was like, um, My, oh, no, that was get, the, Giggy Pet, Gigi Pet. Gig, yeah, Giggy Pet. Okay, Giggy Pet. What is the Tamagotchi? Do you anybody know? That was the Tamagotchi too, wasn't it? I think that was. I would think that was the Tamagotchi too. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. Alex okay, has them. Okay. Still has them. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it was like yeah. a little pet, and you had to feed it and walk it, and it's it's a little electronic thing, and you have to. And there's a little pet on there. You have to feed it and walk it and that kind of stuff. And, or a die. Yeah, or probably be horrifying. Probably the Tamagotchi was the original and the Gigapet was the American version, I think. Because mm. I think I think that came out and then, you know, Gigapet came out afterwards. Yeah. Nineteen ninety eight. The Furby. The craze of the Furby. <laughs> oh, I remember this was the Furby. Huge. Um, I believe they thought these were going to be worth a lot of money in the future, too. Like when Bill touched based on the, the baseball cards. Baseball cards is another one of those things. People, they thought that was like the new gold. You know what I mean? They thought that was good. They would be buying houses and cars. And I believe it ain't that case. I don't know too much about that market, but I believe that the, the baseball card market is not what they're hoping it was going to be. And it, 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 kind of, it kind of depends. I mean, I, I'm not a... I'm not a card expert by any means, yeah. but uh, I think it kind of depends on on what you're talking about because there are some pretty expensive cards out there. Oh hell yeah! Like Mickey Mantles and stuff, like like the big oh, ones yeah. and Babe Ruths. Oh hell yeah! You got Babe Ruth. You can you know <laughs> name your price and people will pay it no matter how much. Name the damn price, Hugs. Yeah, I had a, I got a bunch of basketball cards that I really liked. Um, I got some baseball cards, you know, stuff like that. I enjoyed it. I got movie cards too, which I thought was really cool. You know, what for? You know, fright, what a fright, uh, fright flicks or something like that. Where it was all horror movie cards, but baseball. I got like Dick Tracy cards, Batman cards. Um, so like that, that was a cool craze with the cards. But I think those are, you know. Like Chris said, if you if it's something you care about, people spend money. But I don't think there's really much market other than that for it. The only card series I collected the entirety of, um, Full Moon, right. uh, for their movies came out with cards, and I collected everything from Dolman to Puppet Master. It's, you know, pretty cool. There's a cool documentary called Jack of All Trades, I believe. Stu Stone did it. Um, that's all about like the kind of the supposed rise and fall of like the uh, the baseball card uh, thing. It was on Netflix, I think, for a long time. It might even still be there. Um, you know, we get 1999. Pokemon hit the scene. You know what I mean? And uh, that kind of took everything by storm. There was really kind of no. There was a flooding of of Pokemon, and Pokemon's still going to this day. A couple of years ago, they had what Pokemon Go was a big deal. Oh yeah, Pokemon was yeah. Pokemon is definitely one of those big big things. And they're cards, right? Isn't that a card game as well, or just collect the cards? Well, it's 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 kind of like um, the same idea as Magic, where you have different 
it's a strategy game, and then of course they had their video games, and then other things on top uh, top of that. Mm. There's some uh, there's some pretty rare Pokemon cards out there too. Some pretty expensive Pokemon cards too. Yeah. For some of the originals. I mean, they're still going to this day. You know, cards are still being made to this day, but some of those original ones can, can bring a pretty penny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I missed that one. Luckily, I, I got enough things that I spend money on. You got in 2000, you guys remember the Tesca robotic dog? I do. I think it was that like silver and red. It was silver and its eyes was like, it was like, uh, it was like a red strip. And I think it might have had black ears possibly. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. My, the micro scooter. Everybody remember those. Those were a big deal. The little scooters that everybody was scooting around on. You know, they're very light. They're like aluminum. They're very light metal. And uh, I remember the, the Razor. They're called Razor scooters, I think. Oh, yeah, the Razor scooter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Razors, yeah. Yeah. Those were a big deal. I remember that being a gigantic deal. Huge deal. But that goes back to, you know, scooters were out around forever, like the Red Wagon. We had a guest on the show talk about um, the Radio Flyer wagons and how, like, as a kid, he wanted one, and his nephew just got one, and or his nephew asked for one for Christmas, and, you know, spoiler alert, he's getting it, I believe. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, stuff like that, just like the scooter will always be kind of fun for kids to kind of get tied up in. Those Razor scooters were so expensive when they came out, too. They I were. I remember they were, like, 100, maybe 100 plus. Yeah. Now you can like, 20 bucks, same exact Razor scooters for, like, 20 bucks, so. Yeah. Those, those didn't those didn't go up in value at all that's for sure yeah yeah you, you could buy co- different colored wheels for them that was the glamour of them i think that was as good as it got so yeah that was 1990 to 2000 gentlemen uh you know everybody here is involved with the the, the special treatment uh short film like we said before that everybody be seeing that real soon and uh yeah you guys want to drop off where you can tell tell people they can check any out any of your stuff, Chris? Will you want to throw your YouTube? Uh, not YouTube. Your uh, your um, eBay. Your yeah, shop. actually. Uh, so I have uh, I have two different eBay accounts. The first one is Chris underscore Timeless underscore Collectibles. So that's that's one. Uh, the second one is just Chris Collectible. One all one word. Yeah. Check those out. Definitely yeah. check it out. Chris is a good dude. Sells good product. I've seen it myself. If you're looking for something after the holidays with that extra change you got in your pocket, go get yourself some some of these toys that we might have talked about on this episode. Bill Coin. Oh, Bill Coin. Would you like to yeah. say anything? For what, like my info, where people can reach me? Yeah, where people can reach her. We got anything pop? You got anything coming you want to mention or anything like that? No. (laughs) Well, that's why I like to hear you're the Fawns. You're cool. You're too cool. No, but um, I'm starting to become a little more active on Instagram. I've had forever, but don't really post stuff. It's uh, um, Mad Doctor Coin, but. This action, M A D D R C, just all lowercase. So yeah. like Mad Doctor C. Uh, I, so spending more time on there, but 
you can usually find me on Facebook farting around. Um, and that's facebook.com uh, forward slash Billy period coin C O Y N E. Dig it. Alexander Hawk. You want to say anything in closing? Um, uh, you can find me at, uh, you know, Alexander Hawk on Facebook, H-A-U-C-K. You can find me on uh, Instagram under, let's see, uh, Hawkman220. And you can, um, you know, also check out my uh, fan page, uh, Alexander Hawk fan page on Facebook. And, you know, reach out, uh, find out what's going on. I'm constantly trying to, you know, we're doing the podcast, we're doing other projects, so we're just keeping busy. So reach out, find out what we're doing. Right. I'm with it. Yeah, check out all the stuff we do. Support it. Uh, Boombastic Streaming on Patreon. Uh, Boombastic Media on YouTube. You know, you see a bunch of our shows up there in interview form. This is where you're watching this. And, uh, yeah, social media, as I'm sure everybody who listens has found us by now. If not, uh, there's social media for Boombastic Cast um, and Boombastic Films and Boombastic Media and Mostly Ghostly and Behold the Pill Podcast and Dead Kids of Derry. Um, all types of good stuff coming. So, yeah, support, check out. Hope everybody uh, has a great holiday out there. Thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us, whether in studio, in Zoom studio, or out there listening. We appreciate you letting us into your homes on the holidays. And uh, as far as the Christmas tip goes, we'll catch you all next year. So happy holidays and have a happy, happy new year. You know, that wrapped up a glorious yuletide episode of the boombastic cast for everybody out there you know i had a, i had a big mouthful of things to say in the beginning and i kind of summed it all up there so i won't take any up any more of your time but uh check out the christmas special on the youtube boombastic media youtube page if you haven't done so already and uh keep on keeping on nothing but love to you and Merry Christmas and a ho, ho, ho.